Hi everyone and welcome back to the Chaos Behind Clarity podcast, sharing lessons as they are learned. My name is Saloni, I'm formerly being trained as a dental student, but I'm also passionately pursuing life in the areas of mindset, excellence, character evolution, and personal development. I'm deeply fascinated with philosophy, human behavior, and quite honestly, the art of living. So join me as I open my heart and my mind to all that life has to offer and articulate the wisdom as best I can. So today's episode is called The Power of a Growth Mindset, and it's actually a very exciting first for, for us all, which is our first podcast guest. And I could not be more honored than to have it with a mentor and fellow professional of mine, Dr. Toth, and his energy, his enthusiasm is one that encourages a lot of my colleagues and I to think critically and welcome compassion into, into the realm of dentistry. I hope to learn more about him and from him today um, as we ask him more about his professional and personal inspirations. So give a huge welcome to Dr. Toth. Let's start with a quick intro of, about yourself. And then my first question for you is, what's the best piece of advice you've been given from a professional mentor and a personal mentor? So Lord, thank you very much. That was quite an introduction. You're giving me a big head. I don't think I'll be able to fit through the door on my way out, <laughs> but thank you very much and happy to be here. So a little bit about myself. I'm a faculty here at the Rutgers School of Dental Medicine. Uh, I've been sharing my dental skills with uh, students here for about 15 years. Time flies. Days drag, but years fly. So it's been 15 years. So uh, I'll share a little bit of my insight as to how I got to where I am and kind of what makes me tick a little bit. And hopefully you can take something away from it. And maybe some of this won't end up on the cutting room floor. But uh, thanks again. I think your first question was uh, professional mentors. So I've actually stolen the mind and tried to osmose from as many people that I've ever interacted with. And this has been faculty that I worked with, to grammar school teachers, to my parents and friends. All of those people have all contributed to kind of where I am today, even on a professional kind of level. One of the lessons that probably struck me the hardest, and I totally took this and kind of ran with it, was teaching itself doesn't really work. If you teach somebody something, it'll kind of give a groundwork, but it won't actually show somebody how to do something. You don't actually learn how to do something until you just do it yourself. I could go on YouTube right now and learn how to change the brakes on my car. I could go on YouTube and, and learn how to do open heart surgery. But if I'm not actually doing it, I'm not going to learn how to do it. So that's one thing that I kind of really grabbed hold a lot. Because again, as a teacher, if I do everything for everybody, they're not going to really learn it. So do it yourself, at least to an extent, and then you'll actually take something away from it because that's, uh, that's something that I really grabbed in a lot. Uh, another thing I, I stole from a professional level was, and it, it's something that I believe in so strongly. It's not this exact kind of quote, but it's a quote that we felt so strongly about. We actually put it on the wall at one of our, our clinics uh, that we work at. And it's, uh, if you wait until you do something, until you're sure it's right, you'll never do much of anything. And... In my opinion, I think that's really, really important. You've got to make yourself uncomfortable to make progress. So if you hem and you haw and you just sit there and like plan for everything, you'll, you'll never really accomplish much. Do something every day that makes you kind of uncomfortable and you'll take something away. Like, look, I'm sitting here with you so far out of my comfort zone doing a podcast. And again, this is totally out of my comfort zone. But it's something that I thought, wow, oh, this is a great opportunity to be able to share something with. So um, that's a piece of something from at least a professional mentorship mm -hmm. part. Uh, what was you, you had, oh. I'll pass it back to you for whatever your <laughs> next question was. Um, well, wonderful introduction. And 
honestly, like some of these points remind me, reminded me a lot of like certain books that I'm reading right now, like Atomic Habits. I don't know if you've you've heard of the book, but um, so it's by James Clear, and one of the concepts there is like one percent better every day. And if I you're like yeah, if you're one percent better, then I the math is gonna slip my mind, but it's like thirty six percent better by the end of the year, right? Uh, if you if you do the math, and as a dental student, I'm not the best with math, but um, yeah, so it's it's a wonderful book, and it talks about like systems of how to implement small habits to create like you know large growth, and. It, leans a lot into this idea that you'll never have a perfect time you'll never be ready you know it's more so just kind of kicking the can and doing it um and prime example for me again is this podcast so a lot of people know like i like to talk i like to have conversations but when it comes to putting pen to paper it it took me a while to you know make the leap and who knows i could have started this a year ago two years ago but starting it now and i guess that's all that matters um so as a secondary question to that, you said this is your professional mentor advice. Um, as far as a personal level, friends, family, um, strangers that you've met, like what's been a lesson or maybe a story that you've ta- taken away and has helped you become, have like the strongest impact on your character, I guess, up until this point? Okay, I'll, I'll, share, I'll share one for, the, for this, I guess. So this is something I actually took from, it was a faculty here at the dental school. His, uh, his name was the late... Jack Ricciani, and he was a fixture at this place for a long, long time, decades. He roamed these halls. And you, you'll probably laugh at this, but you'll, <laughs> I've done it to you. He said that when you come across somebody and you pass them in the hall, you walk past anybody that you, you know, they'll ask you, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And the correct response, according to Jack Ricciani, was outstanding. I'm doing great. I'm doing excellent. And <laughs> And that was something that I kind of grabbed hold to, and I projected it. And the reason why is because the explanation was, is it colors your encounters with an era of positivity. And that's something that I, like, thought about, and I was like, you know what? That's something that I just grabbed onto, and I do it all the time, to the point where it's become almost reflexive. <laughs> so Saloni passes me, and all how's it going? I'm doing incredible. I'm doing <laughs> outstanding. And it's something that I just kind of grabbed onto, and it, it really does kind of change your outlook. It's the same thing. When you see somebody as you pass them, smile. Smile brings so much. Oh, my gosh. I sound like such a cliche dentist. I know. <laughs> but when you, when you do, you're really changing somebody's entire outlook on you and even their day. You know, And talk about your 1% better. If you imp- improve somebody's day by that 1%, I think you'll move the needle a little bit. Uh, another thing that I, that I stole was... Uh, look at the value of moments because oftentimes, and this is another thing, this didn't come from just one person, but um, value moments. So again, I'm sitting here with Saloni and we're sitting here in an office. But at some point, I'm going to look back at this and I'm going to be like, okay, that moment was a memory now. And I should, I really should appreciate it for what it's worth because you can't rewind. You can't go back. It's not like this podcast. You miss something, <laughs> you go back. But you can take that 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 moment and just appreciate it because the most valuable asset any of us have is our time right so you have to really make the most of it so if you go around and you don't make that positive move and it's tough not everybody can have it but you try to move that one percent and i think it does make an impact on you i'm passing back our mic (laughs) so what a wonderful way to kind of live life and i'm glad that it came from a mentor that was like you know on the grounds of school, but also led you to maybe change or uh, adapt to who you are as a person overall. Um, actually, when you speak a lot about this, um, being somebody who's pretty empathetic, my secondary question to this is like, 
how do you carry yourself on days where, you know, that smile and stuff might not feel authentic or it might be, you know, a mask as to other things that are going on in life. Um, I get in a professional standpoint, everything else has to be put aside. And so you can put your all into the work and your patience and such. But maybe you're passing a stranger down the street or someone cuts in front of you in traffic. Like how, what's your natural, like authentic human response in those moments? And, you know, do you feel like you know, being empathetic or being caring is draining to you as a person overall? I'd probably say it, it can be. But at the same time, when you frame your experiences, that, oh, sorry about that. I'm, I'm waving my arms all around and I almost sent the microphone flying. But when you frame your experiences, that's what you can, ha- that's what you have to do to center these experiences. So again, I'm not having a great day every day, but I hope that when people interact with me, they don't really sense that. When you project and you try to move that frame of reference from yourself, into a place that's positive, oftentimes your psyche will kind of follow it. Mm-hmm. It's a very difficult thing to explain, but oftentimes even your body language will be reflected on how you actually feel. Mm-hmm. So again, if I'm sitting here with Saloni and I'm, I'm sort of drooping in my chair, my posture is getting poor, and I'm not upright, and I'm not smiling, you know, then I'm going to actually feel that reflection of my body language. As I sink down in my chair and I don't feel happy about it, I'll actually, even though my body is telling me, yeah, you're comfortable, but you're, you're not really reflecting that, that excitement, you'll actually feel that way. The converse is true, too. If I sit here and I smile and I'm happy and I'm enthusiastic, well, then my, my actual psyche is going to pull that body language. Again, it may sound kind of corny and cliche, but it's, it's definitely something that I've, I've kind of bought into. And I think I bought into it maybe over the top to the point where maybe I'm a little bit sort of spastic if, um, if uh, you pass me down the hall. But it's another thing that I've kind of, I've taken that frame of reference to try to shift it into a place that's, that's positive. So again, I, ho- I hope with 40 years from now, people are like, man, what do you think about that Dr. Toth character? People would say, hey, he was always an enthusiastic guy. He was happy. That's what I hope that people would write on my tombstone, you know, uh, as opposed to, oh my gosh, that guy was miserable, you know. And again, this does not reflect the opinion of Rutgers University. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say that. Very true, very true. Always have to caveat that, right? Um, so I I honestly like have a, very few people in my life in terms of careers, that in this career at least, that um, have this mindset continuously, regardless of what kind of day they're having, what circumstance they're in, who they're interacting with. Um, and I think I've learned to gear myself um, to be enthusiastic, but my spin on it is more so... I like to be very raw and like authentic with the people I'm with. So, you know, it takes me a second when I'm asked the same question that you are of like, how are you doing today? And I'm like, well, let me think about it, you know? And to, it's honestly to each their own. I, I really like when people give, give a real raw answer. And I also really appreciate when people take the time to, you know, be enthusiastic and, and like you said, move that needle forward because it, it, it shows whether it's the, your intonation or it's the way you walk or it's the way you look at somebody and really show like you're paying attention. That can shift their mindsets, can shift your own psychology. So it's very true. And I think I've noticed when people are either just in general positive or they're, they're um, true to who they are, you it shines through. And it makes any other conversation after that that much more meaningful. That's um, true. And like patients that I have too, like sometimes an entire room changes when you walk in. <clears throat> excuse me, when you walk in and you like, it's the, the demeanor, the intonation with which you talk to somebody that their own psychology changes. And in in as less manipulative way as you can frame it, it's meant to be so that um, you can gear, for lack of better words, the needle in the right direction. And hopefully, not just with patients, but with friends, strangers that you meet, you have 
the memories that you say that are crafted from the way that you interact with people. So that was a wonderful initial conversation to all of this. And I'm really glad that, um, by the way, if anyone's listening, um, you didn't know the backstory, Dr. Toth really came prepared. He like, we discussed a little bit of what we were going to talk about prior. And he's like, I have to have, you know, some, some foundation to what we're going to talk about. So he's A, prepared and B, just genuinely good at this. Um, so yeah, let's see. Um, another question I did have for you is what inspires you in the work that you do? And from being a student of yours, I know one of the biggest things I take away from you is this growth mindset. Um, you started off the podcast even mentioning that you're not going to just, as they say, like bring the horse to water and like, it, what's the, I might be missing the quote here, but bring it's like, horse, horse to water, water can't, can't to drink. drink. Exactly. Um, so that principle, like you've, um, I feel like you instill a growth mindset because of that, that idea that you're not just going to feed force feed people information that you'll get them to that answer on their own um but i think that was two questions in one one was like what inspires you in the work that you do and two how do you maintain a growth mindset take it wherever you'd like okay so i tell you the truth let's see so the first part of the question was say it one more time um what inspires you so my my school of thought is if i just sit here and, and take that in is that there's always some way to improve you know i go at I go at things and I try to excel at them. So again, if you tell me that I'm going to be on a podcast, I'm going to go, I'm going to listen to your entire podcast series, see what it's about, see what it's like, and see if I can incorporate what I have to contribute to what you're setting up. If you put me on, again, we work in a, a clinical environment. If you put me in front of a patient, I'm going to try to figure out everything that's going on in front of that patient. If I'm sitting here working on the car and it's making a rattle, I will go on YouTube and try to figure out what's going on and I will try to attempt to uh, tighten up the loose heat shield that's rattling underneath the Subaru. So I know that nobody's a master at everything. Nobody is, you know, but you can try to learn to broaden yourself as an individual. And I think that that, that concept, that idea that there's always room to improve, you could look at Jeff Bezos he could improve in the realm of uh, Blue Origin. You could look at um, Elon Musk. He's already got Tesla, he's got the Boring Company, but there's gonna be something else that I'm sure that he's gonna roll out to try to improve. Right. So again, nobody is perfect in everything, and that leaves you with so much opportunity in terms of that there is no actual ceiling, there is no limit. And to me, that's very relieving, that I know that there really isn't an end game. You can always have somewhere to go. You always have somewhere to excel. You're never really done. And when I think about that, it gives me this sort of motivation in order to improve, improve and be sort of the best at whatever it is that I try to do. I don't want to say the best, but at least to try my, give, it, give something my all, if that makes sense. Um, I think that kind of also, I guess, I guess tied into your, into your growth, growth mindset. So um, that's kind of where, where I stand with that. Um, when you point out like major names like that, I think it it puts things into perspective because I think like when we are living our day-to-day -day lives being whoever a student a mother you know a teacher whatever that may be um, you kind of lose track of this because you're like there's always someone better there's someone who has it figured out and they've reached quote-unquote the end game right whatever that may may mean um, but this idea that whatever realm you're in you're gonna be they say before you can be good at something you have to suck at it right That's and true. there's plenty of different realms that could that could be the case whether if you're great at finance and you're great at your job you're great at you know family life there's always something you lack in whether it's time management or how to create you know um, proper intimate bonds with friends and family like there's something that we're all weak on and I think instead of seeing it from a pessimistic like fixed mindset of you know this is just 
who I am and this is what I'm good at and I'm going to stick through that lane, you're kind of stuck in that mindset. You have your strengths, you have your weaknesses, and you don't progress much from there. Um, actually, I think this ties a lot into what we were talking about earlier with some of your um, like professional uh, advice and um, personal advice that gears you, and now it's this idea of a growth versus a fixed mindset. It really frames who you are as a person and, and I guess how you present yourself every day. Um, Wonderful. And so one of my final questions, and again, if this goes on a whole tangent of things, by all means, is one of the founding principles of this podcast is actually trying to foster connection and get closer to this idea that, um, like, the truth behind what makes a stronger and more aware human. And to me, I have my own answers as to what that means, and maybe in my existential 20s, I'm still learning what that means. But um, I'd love to see what you take it as. Like, what does it mean to make a good bond um, with whoever you may meet? And what does it mean to you to be a better and more aware human being? So I guess my response to that question has to do with, again, perception. So when I'm thinking about what I can do, I think that question should be framed not so much as an individual, but what you can do as part of a team, as part of a collective. Just being one person and going to say, yeah, you know what, me, Steve Toth, I'm going to be the world's best podcaster or whatever. That's only my one little impact. But I think what's more important is to see how your impact is going to ripple through out and impact other people. I think that's really important. Looking at things through this sort of collective kind of lens as opposed to just this one me, me, me kind of lens. I think that that is really, from from the statement that you had just read, mm-hmm. I think that to me makes the most sense in terms of more of a big picture sort of atmosphere. When you're looking at it, how things are going to be collective, not individual. And I think looking at it through that, that's kind of where I see things. I hope that's uh, that answers the, it does. the question. It actually, it gives me a follow-up question. Of, so when you see things in this like collective mindset, I guess, as an individual, as part of this team network, um, and instead of making it a very like fluffy uh, question, I guess more or less, like as you've grown through time and you've learned lessons along the way, like mm, what has been like the, I guess, best character trait that you've seen in people that can embody this principle of I'm doing what's best for a collective? Like, is it, you know, the, their perspective on life? Is it a growth mindset? Is it you know, um, how they speak to others. And I guess there's been a, a lot of things we've talked about, about like, you know, a positive demeanor. But if there was another character trait that you could think about that you think creates, you know, a more humble, aware, impactful person to the collective, by all means. One word. As soon as you like got halfway through the sentence, I was like, I already know what I'm going to say. It's empathy. 100%. You have to see things from somebody else's point of view. I have to identify with every, not just one person, but everybody else, what their what their perspective is, and react to that. Putting yourself in that other person's shoes and being empathetic to that person is the only way that you can achieve that. And again, I don't want to sound very kumbaya, but again, empathy is humongous, and not just in the realm of of any one facet of of life. Again, I know we're sitting here in an office. And with that, we're concluding this podcast's first ever guest speaker interview. Um, There was a few more minutes recorded actually with um, Dr. Toth, but unfortunately got cut off. Um, He did end off the podcast with a large amount of gratitude. And likewise, I hope this audience can show him just as much love by sharing, commenting, and rating the podcast. It really helps the algorithms by um, promoting the show to other students and to other people that might be interested in the same topics. 
Um, essentially, Dr. Toth has a really positive and vibrant, I guess, mindset about life and how he approaches other people professionally, personally. And I think there, there's a lot we can take away from that. So thank you for tuning in and a huge shout out to a lot of my classmates who've shown me some a great deal of love in the last few weeks ever since I've shared my podcast and some of my personal endeavors. So with that, um, I conclude and I can't wait to see you guys next time. Take care.